What's up, everybody? Welcome into the wow. final episode you sound so of the 2021-22 season. Uh, do you think I sound happy? I mean, you brought it from I brought the jump. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying okay. to stay positive. Okay. Uh, really? The Boston Celtics. I mean, I, I know. Sounds weird. At this point? Boston Celtics lose to the Golden State Warriors in Game 6 of the NBA Finals. And, uh, well, the season's over. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sad. Forsberg, it hurts. Uh, you, you all can read this in his amazing yeah, column thank you, thank on you. NBC Sports Boston. You only saw the first sentence. But com. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, no matter when the season ends, it just feels so abrupt and mm-hmm. smacks you in the face. And even though I knew... It was likely coming. There's tonight. years where like they're not making the playoffs, and I, we hit the end of the season. I'm like, oh my god! So I compare it to you're on the treadmill and you're running, you're running, running. Someone kicks the plug, and then the next thing you know, you're flying over the handlebars, and you're like, what just happened? It's over, and yeah. then you can't run again. Like there's nowhere to go. <laughs> there's nothing to do. And you just left to contemplate what went wrong, and yeah. uh, it's frustrating. But I will say, uh, we shouldn't cry because it's over. We should smile because it happened. And Absolutely so, right. I want I, I want to start on the positive side. Okay. I mean, this season was wild. So we're not going to talk about the game at all. Uh, we're going to get there, but I, okay. I, 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 just, no one just wa- to be clear, I just want people to tune in and be happy. Okay. So. I feel like that's a hard ask. Okay, fine. We'll okay, start okay with, good. Do no, you, no, you want to start with game six? No, no. Go. You go. This season, mm-hmm. as much as as hard as it is in this moment to embrace it because you're mad and you're you're angry that the Celtics shot themselves in the foot throughout this postseason, but especially here in the finals. I mean, think about if I had told you four months ago. That we'd be standing here in mid mid to late June, whatever it is, yep. and still talking about basketball. Chris, it's not hard at all. There were so many amazing moments this season. I mean, the turnaround mm-hmm. by itself. The fact that Marcus Smart won Defensive Player of the Year, the first guard to do it in 20-some-odd years. I mean, the performance notwithstanding in front of yep. Gary Payton, actually, in this series. I'm just going to let that go. Uh, we got a moment on this floor in Game 1 against the Brooklyn Nets where the Celtics, mm. the game winner, Jason Tatum, all five guys touching the ball, taking down Kyrie Irving in four games. I mean, but in Game 1, that game winner by Jason, that's the first time that has ever happened in Celtics history. We got to witness history and and we got to see the growth of this team and and the fact that Ime Udoka did all of this in his first season as a head coach the fact that Jason Tatum is only 24 years old Jalen Brown is only 25 the future is so bright that no I'm not having trouble finding perspective and, and taking joy in this journey tonight just sucks I'm gonna I'm just gonna lay it out there I like it. I I feel like we've done this exact podcast at some point. Um, what where what? I, but like now it's just the the, the finality of it lo- hovers over everything. Yes. You know, but I do think it, 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 you have to take a moment to appreciate how crazy the season was. And I again I know understand how difficult that is. But you just rattled off like five things I had already forgotten about that were wild about this season. So okay, now we're gonna downshift and go to the to the no no wait stuff. give me your favorite. If, if, you're stepping back. What are the memories that you're taking? I, my memory is like lying face down on the NBC Sports Boston desk at 18 and 21 yeah. or 20 and 20 or 21 and 23, whenever it was that they lost to the Trailblazers, and being like, "What are we doing with our lives? Uh, this How team is hopeless." How are we here again? Still. And yeah. there's no path for them to get out of this. Who knew that it would take like two? Perk two, saying, "Split up the Jays." Split up the Jays. I mean, it feels like a lifetime ago. I mean, you roll it back to December and the Joe Johnson and COVID and oh I mean, the roster turnover 
I mean, it, it feels like we lived five seasons within one season. And so I guess that's my takeaway is that I love the way they figured it out. I love the way that Ime preached and got them to buy in. I love that Brad rolled the dice on multiple occasions and found the right mix. I love that Jason and Jalen and these guys made strides, that Al made us look silly for thinking we were going to trade him next year, uh, that Rob came back and was so redeeming. Like, I mean, that's probably number one. Oh, yeah. But just in general, there were so many positives along the way. For all of you watching on YouTube, by the way, Steph yeah. Curry is literally five <laughs> feet away from us holding the MVP trophy. And everyone who comes out of their locker room smells deliciously like Modelo and no, champagne. No, no, no. I'm not okay with what is happening because they are smoking cigars <laughs> in Red's house. Narc. What are we doing? Not okay. Yeah. And there's a law against is smoking there? inside in the state of Massachusetts. Do you think Red Auerbach was like, oh, people tackling him? No, but he's Red Auerbach. This is not okay with me. Does not sit well. Disrespectful. I hope the Celtics use it as motivation for whatever comes I next. Have but, to. So, again, overarching, I'm. It's hard in the moment. There was this season was amazing. Like twenty four playoff games, we saw a quarter of an extra season in the postseason alone. It was the craziest roller coaster I've ever seen from a team in the playoffs. We traveled more air miles than I think in any team in NBA history, and it was really cool. Like so, I'm trying to I'm trying before we get to the negative stuff to just say it was super fun. This podcast was super fun. Maybe not this it one is. in particular. I'm having a good time. Yeah. So. We're just, we still have not gotten our hands on one of those champagne bottles. Not to celebrate, but Chris and I would like to drain our sours. I mean, just, just it, a little it bit. It smells right. good. So let's, we're not going to linger on this because no, okay. no, no one waking up and listening to this podcast on, I don't even know what day it is. Today's Friday? Thursday. So well, Friday. no, it's well, Friday now. No, it's now. Friday yeah, now. Right. So if you're listening to this on Friday, you're like, you really don't want to hear a blow by blow about what happened and the fast start and the turnovers and all that. But we do have to address it. What was the the swing of emotions like for you? Because uh, I mean, I might have been looking at flights after that first five Were minutes. You? Well, I mean, I already I already had a hold on a flight, but I felt oh, pretty no. co- I felt pretty confident about it. I, I did not. I knew that that was. I mean, we've seen them get off to fast starts in this series, and then one timeout by Steve Kerr, and it was all gone. <laughs> um, and the Celtics reverted back to ISO ball, hero ball, trying to hit home runs, not making a simple pass, and. Turnovers. And then the Warriors just went on their runs and turnovers and, and allowing them to get out in transition. Imagine, imagine, and so this is the baffling part for me. Again, I don't like being negative right now, but imagine being the Celtics and knowing that all you have to do to probably win a game is not turn the ball over more than 16 times. And then you go out there and on the biggest stage in the biggest game to save your season and you cough it up, I think, 23 times? Yeah, but 12 in the first half. So they, they, only, had, they only had a cushion of three. They were like The entire rushing. second half. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't know. It's something that I think will haunt them a little bit. There's no question. Moving forward. Jason Tatum was, I I have never seen him like this, how he was in the post-game press conference. He was quiet. He was clearly very emotional, very upset, and, and, and answering. He has been so good this season about being able to take a step back and, mm-hmm. and, and take some perspective and understand where he is and where this team is and how far they've come and tonight there was just not it was clearly there was just so much pain and 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 disappointment and and I'm sure so much of that is in himself he said it repeatedly that we know there are things that we could have done better and I think for him he understood the stage and understood that this was his moment mm-hmm. to step up and and I don't know what it was 
that held him back. He refused. Did he about his shoulder? He refused to blame his shoulder. He was asked mm. specifically if he's going to get, if he's going to need a procedure on it, and he said, "I don't think so." And so, mm. you know, he's not looking for. He's not using any excuses Good right now. Him. That's part I, of maturation and growth, and you know. From what we've seen from him this season, I wouldn't expect anything else. He just, it is just. You just kept waiting, Chris. Yeah. I did anyway. I just kept waiting for him to take over. I know, and but you know what? I keep going back to it. Every little bit is motivation for moving forward. And so Jason Tatum made incredible strides this year. We sat here for months in the, in, from probably the middle of, uh, even in the Olympics. You know, he's got to be a better playmaker. He's got to learn to get others involved. That's like the next step in his superstar evolution. And he did it. So there's a lot to be encouraged by. All NBA first team and the, the defense he played, the like... He's going to average a triple-double at some point just based on the way he plays the game. And so, but there's still now, like, we all anointed him after probably Milwaukee, top five. I mean, that yeah. game six performance was incredible. It was. And he probably is already in that conversation. He probably deserves to be. But little things like this are going to cause that little seed of doubt. Not in him, but in all of us who sit here and think about these things all the time. And so now he's going to have to go out and prove it again and be get that much better. So I... I do like that there's a little bit of a carrot for this team. Absolutely. And I'm eager to see how they respond to that. You know, it's going to be painful, though. you got to wait. Like you said, yes. the treadmill doesn't no, just start back up. That, and that was Ime's message post-game. What he told me is no one can come back the same. You have to come back better. You need to use this summer, this time, obviously heal up. But work, work on the things that you have seen, those flaws in your game that the Golden State Warriors exposed. Or this playoff run exposed. For Jalen Brown, I absolutely expect him. He is a guy who comes back so much better, no matter how little time there is between time off. I'm so excited to see how tight his handle is next yeah. season. Because you know that it's it going be to tighter. be the It has to be. I mean, there's really nowhere else for it to go, right? But uh, we love you, Jalen. Uh, I mean, but and again, we're nitpicking. It has to get better, yes. yes. And so, no one can come back the same. And, and that's just the way I feel, is that we'll obsess about a lot of little things, about you know Tatum not having superstar moments in this series, and Jalen's handle. I mean, the totality of the year suggested that they're in a better spot. But, hey, again, it's, it's, it's all got to go forward. It's all going to get better. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. How do we feel about Wait, wait, wait. Before? Oh, yeah. I'd prefer when you ask while we're While we're in this little 
pool of negativity at the moment. Are you a believer in that argument that the Celtics need a point guard, playmaker, something other than Marcus Smart? Wow. This is like in an addition o- to Marcus This is like an Smart. entire offseason pod you're asking me right here. Well, I feel like that was a huge argument coming in with all the turnovers still being yep. an issue here in game six. So I think they would benefit from having a high-level backup point guard that can come in and steady it. And maybe Derek White's that guy. Maybe Derek White just needs more time to get acclimated and be ready and all that. But, you know, he just had moments where, including in this series, where he just rode the roller coaster and yeah. couldn't make shots. And, you know, maybe that's not a big deal because ultimately you need him to – that that person has to be a high-level playmaker and get other guys involved. But they probably need – they need more help on the bench. I mean, that's that's – yeah, completely obvious absolutely. from this series and you know maybe Peyton Pritchard gets a little bit better and maybe Grant Williams gets a little bit more consistent but there's still there's still levels for them to go up I don't think I'm not looking going into the season saying they need a new point guard not a Mark new Mark. one but someone who can run an offense and steady steady them I mean in these the Celtics moments. have the and number one offense in the NBA I, from the second half I of the agree season. I am not making that argument I, I don't think that is what they Coming up on first take, Abby I says. mean, this, this entire <laughs> season, no. I'm just asking the question because I feel like it was something coming in. It is fair. I, I, I disagree. And I, I think the entire point of the season was to put the ball into Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown's yeah. hands and for them to develop as playmakers. And if you get a ball-dominant point guard, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Paul, I mean, I, obviously, whoever's I out there and whoever is would actually be available, I mean, Ricky Rubio, Rajon Rondo, someone suggested. Uh, I was a fan. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but, uh, this is going off the rails right now. <laughs> right. You take the ball out of their hands. That's not what you want to do. Right. That's not going to get you where you want to go. That is not going to raise your level in it's, any way. It's a fair conversation to have. But I do think one of my biggest takeaways from the season, ultimately, is that the core five, when they were healthy, when they were together, were fantastic. And I don't think there's anything that I say, oh, you need to go change this or do that. What I walk away saying is we see, even if it's Jordan Poole or you know Gary Payton coming in, like they had impact role players, and the Celtics didn't have that consistently enough. And, and they had... Kaminga and Moody yeah, I, and it, Wiseman just on the bench waiting. For and their even time. even you, when you step back, and, and this shouldn't be like overly daunting, but the Bucks are going to be better. They're going to have a healthy Chris Middleton. The Miami Heat are probably going to make some crazy move and get they are more getting talent. Older. Yeah, I can. And like, and, and, and look, the Celtics are going to be in that mix, but they can't just as you said be complacent to come back and expect this opportunity. And that's why part of this is so frustrating yeah. because there was such an opportunity here and heartbreaking. For Al Horford to work so far, it is tough for wait Al. so long for this moment. And he tried in that third quarter. He tried I, so hard to will them. I thought in that third quarter he was going to he was going to find a way to too. to push them. But ultimately, whenever I get sad, I think of one thing. Time Ro- Lord Robert Williams. Robert Williams. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yes. I mean, tell me more. Because I mean, did you see him today? I did. He did have a couple rough patches, a couple little, little turnover streaks that didn't help. Um, but I think in general, you're, you're in a good spot. You're, you're four core guys, you know, Al notwithstanding because of his age, are in a good spot. And you, these are people you can build with moving forward. And you can still add talent. They still have trade exceptions. They still have, if the ownership is willing to spend, there's avenues to being like a really, really good team. It's just hard because getting back to this point is so damn difficult. I mean, I think Rob, more than anything, needs some rest on that knee. Please, Rob. Yeah. Like, don't put any weight 
on that thing. I think all of them need like a break. Absolutely. Marcus was his quad, his hip, is like everything. Rob's been banged up. Jason, obviously. Uh, Jalen was hurt earlier in the year, but kind of withstood it through the end of the finish line. They all need but to rolled just, his ankle tonight. Yeah, they all need to just get away for a little bit. Ine needs to go find somewhere to not scream at somebody for a little bit. I don't know, maybe. Those two quick timeouts. I, was, <laughs> I mean, I was he tried. I was nervous for them in the huddle. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. Um, what Ime had right. to say? Yeah. So, Rob. Yeah, like I mean. Are we like? Can we get into uh, the unicorn conversation with Rob? I'm here for it. I mean, the the flashes that he showed, the athleticism, the bounce, the way he impacts the game on both ends of the floor. Steph Curry was afraid to drive against your boy. I mean, he looked up, he saw Rob, he went the other way. I don't need a minute <laughs> after that description. Uh, no, like again, I. Even I, in my fan club of Rob, did not, did not know that he would evolve this much, or at least this quickly. I thought he always had the potential to be really, really impactful. It happened a lot quicker than even I could have imagined, and I'm glad he was able to grind through these playoffs despite the injuries because there was a lot of people out there that was telling me, especially, uh, you know, why isn't your boy out there? He's not tough enough. And I think he showed it this year. So, uh, one of the brightest of the bright spots amid that. And... Jason Tatum loves playing with him, so that's the thing. I also, I really, I want goggles. <laughs> I want a champagne bottle, and I want goggles. I mean, are those a one-time use goggles, or can I take those skiing? No, those definitely like next winter. You, they went to some secondhand ski shop and bought them and. Bought so you them. could you could wear them skiing. Yeah. I just feel like it feels wasteful. Although then the you know the soft spot around the goggles that goes on your face would be full of champagne. I guess that doesn't make sense. First world problems. You know what? We will tell you next year. Oh. How about that? That was quite the way to finish this episode. That we're going to go out with positivity. Yes. It's only 365 more days. I feel like you have to be positive coming out of this season. Yes. This You night yelled at me for being positive at the sucks. start. Well, it just shocked me. I wasn't there yet. Yeah, well, now you're there. Now I'm there. See, I rallied you. <laughs> Thank you, Forsberg. You're welcome. Uh, only like six days until the me. draft. That is crazy. <laughs> no. I, uh, I also feel like, I mean, my kids are done with school. Life has just passed us by. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do now that we're just going to jump right back in. Not ready. Um, it's, it's like, it's like our, it, 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 look, I, I want the team to do successful, but this is our vacation time of the year. Like, we're supposed to be in a pool. I looked at my phone, and a year ago, I had already taken my kids to the beach twice. We picked three different types of berries because I was just trying to get us out of the house. And <laughs> berry of the day. And, yeah, strawberries, cherries. Yeah, I gotcha. Cherries on a berry. Are cherries a berry? <laughs> anyway, the point is, yes, we are not accustomed to working this late in June. It has been a wild and fun ride. It has been fun. Especially alongside I you. I know. Forsberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I make things fun. But it's still, I still. <laughs> Would have enjoyed that flight. Back uh, same to San deal, and, and and that's the way I and that and to put a bow on this this rambling episode, uh, that's the way I felt. Everyone kept asking me like, "What do you want to see happen?" And I said, "You didn't come this far to just let it slip away." And ultimately, that is there is disappointment that it is over, and that I would have loved to have saw Game Seven. I would have loved to have seen this team have the storybook finish. Unfortunately, that's not the way sports go all the time. And now we must wait to see if it provokes them forward and and what happens from here and maybe we'll look back fondly even more fondly on the season if it is that little impetus to push them into a warriors like 
dynasty. I guess my lasting point is that while I am sad, I am not angry. Yeah. And I, I don't think there is reason to Steph, Steph by and there's the smell of champagne again. It's really frustrating. He's like still very emotional. It's been... I'm emotional because I don't have any champagne. All right. While I go search for bottles of Moet that are left on the floor. He makes it hard to hate him. (laughs) He really does. Uh, Go like, subscribe. Check us out on the YouTube page. If you know if a cherry is a berry, go ahead and leave it in the comments. (laughs) We'll catch you next season on the Celtics podcast. No! Adam, we're going to be potting next week. There's so much to talk about. I'm just saying. It's 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 technically a new season. That's all I'm saying. We'll catch you next time on the Celtics talk podcast. I'm going to cry in my (laughs) cast-off goggles.